Thanks for joining me in Daily Liturgy and Scripture. Today, we're going to read Psalm chapter 107, verses 23 through 43, 2 Maccabees chapter 8, verses 1 through 29, and Matthew chapter 27, starting with verse 57 to the end. Before we begin, let's say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Psalm chapter 107, verses 23 through 43. Some went off to sea in ships, plying the trade routes of the world. They too observed the Lord's power in action, his impressive works on the deepest seas. He spoke, and the winds rose, stirring up the waves. Their ships were tossed to the heavens and plunged again to the depths. The soldiers cringed in terror. They reeled and staggered like drunkards and were at their wits' end. Lord, help, they cried in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He calmed the storm to a whisper and stilled the waves. What a blessing was that stillness as he brought them safely into harbor. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. Let them exalt him publicly before the congregation and before the leaders of the nation. He changes rivers into deserts and springs of water into dry, thirsty land. He turns the fruitful land into salty wastelands because of the wickedness of those who live there. But he also turns deserts into pools of water, the dry land into springs of water. He brings the hungry to settle there and build their cities. They sow their fields, plant their vineyards, and harvest their bumper crops. How he blesses them! They raise large families there, and their herds of livestock increase. When they decrease in number and become impoverished through oppression, trouble, and sorrow, the Lord pours contempt on their princes, causing them to wander in trackless wastelands. But he rescues the poor from trouble and increases their families like flocks of sheep. The godly will see these things and be glad, while the wicked are struck silent. Those who are wise will take all this to heart. They will see in our history the faithful love of the Lord. Second Maccabees 8, 1-29 Meanwhile, Judas, who was also called Maccabeus, and his companions secretly entered the villages and summoned their kindred and enlisted those who had continued in the Jewish faith. And so they gathered about six thousand. They implored the Lord to look upon the people who were oppressed by all and to have pity on the temple that had been profaned by the godless, to have mercy on the city that was being destroyed and about to be leveled to the ground, to hearken to the blood that cried out to him, to remember also the lawless destruction of the innocent babies and the blasphemies committed against his name, and to show his hatred of evil. As soon as Maccabeus got his army organized, the Gentiles could not withstand him, for the wrath of the Lord had turned to mercy. Coming without warning, he would set fire to towns and villages. He captured strategic positions and put to flight not a few of the enemy. 
He found the knights most advantageous for such attacks, and talk of his valor spread everywhere. When Philip saw that the man was gaining ground little by little, and that he was pushing ahead for more frequent success, he wrote to Ptolemy, the governor of Coelassiri and Phoenicia, to come to the aid of the king's government. Then Ptolemy promptly appointed Nicanor, son of Patroclus, one of the king's chief friends, and sent him, in command of no fewer than twenty thousand Gentiles of all nations, to wipe out the whole race of Judea. He associated him with Gorgias, a general and a man of experience in military service. Nicanor determined to make up for the king the tribute due to the Romans, two thousand talents, by selling the captured Jews into slavery. So he immediately sent to the towns on the seacoast, inviting them to buy Jewish slaves and promising to hand over ninety slaves for a talent, not expecting the judgment from the Almighty that was about to overtake him. Word came to Judas concerning Nicanor's invasion, and when he told his companions of the arrival of the army, those who were cowardly and distrustful of God's justice ran off and got away. Others sold all their remaining property and at the same time implored the Lord to rescue those who had been sold by the ungodly Nicanor before he ever met them, if not for their own sake, then for the sake of the covenants made with their ancestors, and because he called them by his holy and glorious name. But Maccabeus gathered his forces together to the number six thousand and exhorted them not to be frightened by the enemy and not to fear the great multitude of Gentiles who were wickedly coming against them, but to fight nobly, keeping before their eyes the lawless outrage that the Gentiles had committed against the holy place and the torture of the derided city and besides the overthrow of their ancestral way of life. For they trust to arms and acts of daring he said, but we trust in the Almighty God, who is able with a single nod to strike down those who are coming against us, and even, if necessary, the whole world. Moreover, he told them of the occasions when help had come to their ancestors, how in the time of Sennacherib, when 185,000 perished, in the time of the battle against the Galatians that took place in Babylonia, when 8,000 Jews fought along with 4,000 Macedonians, Yet when the Macedonians were hard-pressed, the 8,000, by the help that came to them from heaven, destroyed 120,000 Galatians and took a great amount of booty. With these words he filled them with courage and made them ready to die for their laws and their country. Then he divided his army into four parts. He appointed his brothers also, Simon and Joseph and Jonathan, each to command a division, putting 1,500 men under each. Besides, he appointed Eleazar to read aloud from the holy book and gave the watchword, the help of God. Then, leading the first division himself, he joined battle with Nicanor. With the Almighty as their ally, they killed more than 9,000 of the enemy and wounded and disabled most of Nicanor's army and forced them all to flee. They captured the money of those who had come to buy them as slaves, and after pursuing them for some distance, they were obliged to return because the hour was late. It was the day before the Sabbath, and for that reason they did not continue their pursuit. When they had collected the arms of the enemy and stripped them of their spoils, they kept the Sabbath, giving great praise and thanks to the Lord, who had preserved them for that day and allotted it to them as the beginning of mercy." After the Sabbath, they gave some of the spoils to those who had been tortured and to the widows and orphans, and distributed the rest among themselves and their children. When they had done this, they made common supplication and implored the merciful Lord to be wholly reconciled with his servants. 
Matthew chapter 27, verse 57, until the end of the book of Matthew. As evening approached, Joseph, a rich man from Arimathea, who had become a follower of Jesus, went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate issued an order to release it to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a long sheet of clean linen cloth. He placed it in his own new tomb, which had been carved out of the rock. Then he rolled a great stone across the entrance and left. Both Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting across from the tomb and watching. The next day, on the Sabbath, the leading priests and Pharisees went to see Pilate. They told him, Sir, we remember what the deceiver once said while he was still alive. After three days I will rise from the dead. So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. This will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body and then telling everyone he was raised from the dead. If that happens, we'll be worse off than we were at first. Pilate replied, Take guards and secure it the best that you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord had come down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come, see where his body was lying, and now go quickly and tell the disciples that he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy, and they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them, and they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. As the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priests what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called, and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, You must say, Jesus' disciples came during the night while we were sleeping, and they stole his body. If the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you so you won't get in trouble. So the guards accepted the bribe and said what they were told to say. Their story spread widely among the Jews, and they still tell it today. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.